I think that's my superpower is the awareness that uncertainty is inevitable and it's always there and it's always lingering and you'll figure it out. Yep. If I've learned one thing, it's that you'll figure it out, but you have to put yourself into the middle of uncertainty daily. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another outstanding episode of For the Love of Money. I'm so excited for you to hear today's episode because I'm sitting down with my beautiful wife, Lori Harder, and this is always the most downloaded, the most shared, the most talked about, the most popular episode I do every single year, the one where we sit down at the end of the year. Here we are sitting down at the end of end of December, just a few days before Christmas, and we reflect just kind of out loud with no plan on what we saw, you know, what we accomplished this year, what were the wins, what were the tough spots, what we plan on doing the next year. And I love the way that you guys share this episode. I love the way that you support us every single year. I swear it doesn't matter who I have on. This is always the episode that people seem to enjoy the most. I think it's because we just get real and raw and we see what unfolds in the moment. And the way that we're going to do it tonight, you're actually going to see a really cool structure. We're going to talk about what we're going to start, stop, face, and embrace. Again, that's going to be the structure of tonight's conversation as we head into 2020, not just a new year, but a new decade. What we're going to start, stop, face, and embrace. Now, Lori needs no introduction, but she deserves one. So aside from being my beautiful, amazing, greatest wife in the entire world, and I'm not just saying that because she's right here, she's also a best-selling author of the book, A Tribe Called Bliss. She's a renowned speaker. She's an incredible you know, multi-seven-figure entrepreneur. Um, she's a great rags to riches story. I'm sure you've heard that on, on other episodes. She's a 10-time cover model. I mean, she has done so much in her life that it's no wonder that everything that you know she's a part of just goes so well because she has so much experience in so many different areas. So Lori, sweetheart, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Wow. I just love that. I'm doing amazing. And I'm so excited for this because anytime I can come on and talk to your people too, and it's just fun. This yeah. is just fun. I love doing this every single year. I do too. And like I said, when I started, it's always the most popular. I think it makes sense, right? Because it's it's a peek inside our lives, what went well, what didn't. And really, what are we thinking about as we head into not just the new year, but the new decade? Now, one thing that we are heading into that I feel mm-hmm. remiss if I don't bring up, especially because I have you on here right now, I don't think I've ever told this audience. I've never told this audience, Ooh. but you have a five-day intensive train-the-trainer up for anybody that wants to learn mm-hmm. how to create and run and host their own profitable events. And there's really two things there, right? It's coming up in January. It's five days long. It's a really small group. Mm-hmm. It's you and, and Lindsay, and you guys are going to just go all in on teaching everybody, hey, if you're a brand or if you want to be a brand or if you have a company, here's how you create the event, like all the secrets of the trade. Here's how you throw the event. Here's mm-hmm. where to put your money. Here's where not to put your money. Here's how to fill the event. Mm-hmm. And best of all, you're going to have a stage and they're going to get to really get comfortable with speaking and literally executing exercises yes. to bond people at the event. On top of that, that's half of it is 
you, if you come to Event Love and for all of the people who are coming to Event Love, you are essentially 50% of the event. Yep. You will actually, this is not for the faint of heart. This is for people who are ready to step into their vision and actually make their dreams happen this year because you will be on stage. You will have your time to speak on stage for a couple minutes. You'll be facilitating in the room. You'll be putting people through different exercises. It's literally like you are stepping into the event host. And you're also going to be in the room with people who also are having events this year. Like, I think what people don't get, Chris, is that it's not just, it's like, they're too afraid to get in the rooms that could essentially just by showing up completely transform them and change their entire lives. So it's like, yeah, I get that you're scared. I get that you don't feel like that person yet. Does anybody feel like that person yet when they're stepping into that room? You just have to be willing enough to go and show up and stay in the fire. And so really it's like, you're going to, yes, be put on the spot to go and do things, but isn't that what you need and what you're desiring to finally become the person that you're supposed to become? Yeah, it is. I don't know if you're scaring them or exciting them. Probably, there's probably two halves right now they're listening. That's perfect. Yeah, there's because half I want the like, half oh, that who is not know- for me. I want the half who knows that if they don't go big and do something big, that they're never going to do it. Well, that, on top of that, if you're not creating events for your brand this year in 2020, as we head in this new decade, you're going to fall behind everybody else's because we're moving into the experiential economy. Mm-hmm. And the problem is I'm seeing so many of our friends, you know who they are, we could name at least six or seven of them that are starting to throw events, but they're they're not doing it in the correct way. Mm-hmm. And they're losing money or they're not filling or they're having to change venues because you know they had a big venue and they had to go down to a small one. And we want to save everybody that heartache. And so we're literally lifting the curtain on every single thing we do to fill our events, to make them profitable, to execute them so people have a great experience and they leave as raving fans. And we're lifting the curtain on all of those secrets. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. So listen, if this is for you, now here's the good news is she's doing it. The bad news is we waited until it's about four weeks away and there's less than 10 spots left. Mm-hmm. And so the minute that you hear this, if this is for you, go to Event Love. that's L-U-V, we made it cute, eventloveluv.com. Check it out and pull the trigger on your ticket. It's going to be a tiny, intimate room. How many people, Lori? About 50? 50. Yeah, 50. That's it. And there's for less, a week. Than, less than 10 spots left for a whole week getting that one on one, like collaborative training. It's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. So go check it out. Event Love. That's E V E N T L U V dot com and grab one of those last few spots. Mm-hmm. Well, there's going to be some people, Lori, that are starting events this year because of that. And that kind of fits into our theme of start, stop, face and embrace. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what's going to come out, but I'll pose <laughs> you. Either. We'll go back and forth. I think it's only fair if we both answer this question. Yeah. Um, and we'll go back and forth. You know, I'll say, okay, what are you going to start doing? What are you going to stop doing? What are you going to face? What are you going to embrace? So you can start thinking right now, okay? Yeah, guys, I have not thought about this yet. So, <laughs> so it's going to be really interesting. You know, We while, have this plan for next week that we are actually going to do this, but this will really start our... We're going to do this on this New Year's. This is going to start our wheels right yep. now. So it's perfect. Most of the listeners know every single year on New Year's, we say no to every single party, every single invitation, mm-hmm. every single everything. And just the two of us stay in. We've been doing this for 10 years now. And we do activities like this to reflect on the year and to really plan out the next one, to call our shot, to build that set of tracks to get there and just really step into the new year bonded and aligned in our goals. How important is that? Really important. But right now all I'm thinking is who would it have to be for us to break that tradition? Because like, would it be have to be like Beyonce, Jay-Z? 
we I said no to a Diddy party. Literally, Diddy's 50th birthday party the other night. I know. So it'd have to be somebody pretty like... You said no to there. a Justin Bieber party. I did. Two nights in a row. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. There's a reflection of this year. Uh, two nights in a row. You can't make this stuff up. I just want to know why I'm not getting invited. I said no to going to Justin Bieber's party. The next night I said no to going to Diddy's 50th. That's wild. I'm doing something wrong. Hey, does that say something about our tribe really getting up leveled this year? Really does. But yeah, so I guess we just won't break the tradition because here's the thing. I know the power of those couple days where we do planning, where we call it in, where we manifest. And and most of all, you know, what we've added the last couple of years was reflecting on what we did the year before and like really getting grateful and looking at the person that we became mm-hmm. and all of like the scary things that we stepped into and said yes to. You know, I I just realized today and we'll we'll get into this, but like I said yes to something that I had a moment where I was like, wait, do I know this? Should I speak on this? Do I know this topic very well? Do I? And I was like, oh my God, are you going to not say yes to this because you're afraid you're not smart enough? I was like, you're going to get smart enough. Mm-hmm. So I said yes. And that's that's just how it has to be. It was just a reminder of, hey, don't forget about what actually works. Saying that's- yes before you're ready. It's amazing. I already know one of my answers of what I'm going to stop doing and it's going to be stop saying yes to the small things. But I don't want to go there yet. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I do. People are probably right now literally (laughs) like, why would he say no to going to Justin Bieber's party? Why would he say no to going to Diddy's 50th birthday party? Uh, I really think this is important for us to talk about real quick because for those out there that are struggling in relationship uh, with their significant others, this is a perfect example of one night I knew you were not feeling well. And it was better for me to stay home on the couch. I was tired, but you were, remember, you were really sick. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to be home with you and, and spend the time with you and, and nurse you back to health. And then the next night, I didn't want to stay out all night long. We were already at another party. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wanted to have fun in that moment and then go home with you instead of go chase the, the shiny, distracting thing that would have made me be out all night and feel like garbage the next day and sabotage the next few days. And so, honestly, wasn't the one party we were at so much fun? Like with yes. really close friends. My cup was like, already filled yeah, up. I didn't need amazing. to go chase the shiny thing. So I, I share that example so that people out there maybe realize one of the keys of relationship or even just the keys of what you want to accomplish this year is... Know when something is shiny and know when something's yes. a great opportunity and know when your loved one spending time with them is the best choice of them all. Yeah. And that's such a cool thing to say because some people, it's like, here's the thing. If going to a party, whether it's that party or something else or going to a networking event, but you don't yet have like a reason why it's going to help you, if it feels like a distraction, if it's taking away from something currently, then truly, yes, it is a distraction. Sometimes we get invited to things where we, we're we not going to be connecting in the way that we could be connecting somewhere else. And just kind of, I'm trying to tell them like how to actually assess a good opportunity mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, well, not all good things. Are yeah. good for you. Right. That's true. That's yes. one of the most game-changing things I think I've realized is not all good things are good for me. Exactly. Okay. So let's get into this. Um, start, stop, face, and embrace. I'm putting mm-hmm. you on the spot. Ooh. In 2020, what is something you are going to start? In 2020, I am going to start going to different networking events and to different events and connecting with people who are founders and who run businesses. So I'm completely shifting my focus of who I'm 
spending time with, what types of events I'm going to, because I need to learn a new language. And that is the language of running a business, of being a CEO, of being a founder. So I am going to start uh, shifting all gears. And that means right down to who I'm hanging around. I gotta, so I gotta ask you because a lot of people are wondering right now, wait a minute, she has three seven figure businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, What does she mean? She needs to switch into CEO, switch into founder, learn how to run a business. She's already running a business at a high Mm -hmm. level. So I wasn't being clear. Clarify that for them. I am going to a CPG product. Mm hmm. And that's consumer packaged goods. Yes, consumer packaged goods. And that is completely different than what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I first time I haven't had to learn how to raise money. And I have to go in and I have to raise capital. And I have to learn about business partners. And I have to learn about running a big team of people. Mm -hmm. I have to supply chains. The whole yes. I mean, there's, there's, it's, it's endless and it's amazing and it's exciting, but I, I've, everything up until now has been really about, you know, getting more, learning more about personal development, about running events, mm-hmm. about helping other people with their businesses. But do you realize all that's going to translate into you running this company? Sure. You got some very big new things to learn. Yeah. And you're going to have some hiccups. It's just, it's just going to happen. Of course. But so much of that journey is going to be easier because of your past experience that you've already exercised a lot of those muscles. I already feel that way because here's what's helping me right now is knowing that I'm not going to feel certain. Yep. Like I, I think that's my superpower is the awareness that uncertainty is inevitable and it's always there and it's always lingering and you'll figure it out. Yep. If I've learned one thing, it's that you'll figure it out, but you have to put yourself into the middle of uncertainty daily. Mm, I love that. Okay. You want to know what I'm going to start in 2020? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think this will surprise a lot of people. Not you because you know, but this I've never said this out loud to any audience or anybody ever. Lymphatic massage. What's that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to start. This January, writing. I have a book mm. that you know about that I've been wanting to publish for you know more than a year. Yeah, and I'm finally going to create the space and the intentionality behind writing it, getting out and publishing it this year. I Guys, it's going to be so good. Wait, so oh, I can start writing so in 2020. Good. It's and it's not that hard of a project, right? I mean, I'm going to get some help. Our team is in place to make this happen. Let's uh, talk we, about why it's not that hard, though. Okay. Because you saw me do it in a much more challenging way. Oh, yes. And so I just want to say for people who have not written a book yet, you'll have to share what you're doing down the road. But I will say for some people who have not written a book yet, yeah, that's... It's mm-hmm. it's a hard journey if you don't know about it. So you need to go and hang out with people who have written a book because what we're doing is we're talking about like, what would I have done differently? Mm-hmm. And now that we have been through that journey, we can see so many things that were unnecessary yep. and so many better practices. So yeah, I think your experience is going to be freaking beautiful because technically you've already done it once with me. Well, this is one of the things that we teach some of the aspiring authors in our masterminds, yeah. right? Is after going through the journey the way that we did, it was a success, but I, I now know how to sell oh, twice as many yes. books for half the budget. Yes. And that's the key right there. Think about that. Twice as many books for half the budget. Uh-huh. And you can't, you almost can't learn those things until you go through it yourself. Or I don't think you can. Unless you're blessed that somebody shares the path. But even when someone shares the path, you ever notice how we just take the wrong you're damn so path stubborn. anyways? Yeah. it's you're. When I say you, I mean, well, yeah, you and me. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> We're so stubborn. Like you, 
You you have to do it because you think you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You have to learn. All right. So shifting gears, where did it start? What are you going to stop in 2020? I'm going to stop. And I've been working on this. I'm going to stop people pleasing and worrying about other people's... This is so crazy. This almost sounds rude. I you as a people pleaser. Because I've been working on it fiercely. Fiercely. But... Here's the thing is like, even when I'm around people though, I still feel like I want to people please, but I, mm. I don't. But it's still, if the feeling is still there, even if you've stopped something, you're still actually mentally doing it. Just like you might have started taking weekends for the first time in your life, yep. but you haven't really started taking weekends if you mentally are still stressed out and working in your head. Yep. So for me... I have physically stopped people pleasing to the point where I don't go up to people in, you know, uh, different social settings or sometimes even in different group things that I'm running, worrying about the person who I know no matter where they go is not going to have a good time. I've shifted my focus from them because I know that I can't change that to either A, having a good time or serving the people who I know are truly there to up level or enjoy their life. Like even in social settings, it's, I used to be like, oh my God, you know, this person's not having fun or this family member's pouting in the corner and my all of my focus would go to that person. Mm-hmm. And now, and I would go over and I'd be like, how can I make your experience better? And oh, you know, are you having a good time? And I'd try to make them laugh and my God, that's exhausting. Yeah. And then it takes away from all of your fun. So even though I have physically stopped people pleasing in the last year, like you've noticed, I haven't gone and done those no. things. I mentally am still worried. So this year I am mentally stopping or mentally choosing to notice when I'm doing it and to keep continuing to show up in the practice of stopping worrying about people pleasing. Wow. There's really two steps to stopping something, isn't there? Mm. There's the physical step where you're not literally doing it anymore, but you're still doing it mentally or struggling with it. And then there's the the uh, mental step where you're finally shedding yourself or detaching from that desire. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that the difference between, and this is such a funny time to talk about it because it's the holidays and we're like drinking all of the time mm-hmm. right now. But it's even like tearing off the Band-Aid and stopping drinking, but then there comes an actual point where, you know, because you want to stop the habit of like, oh my God, I have a new party every day or there's something social every single night or then you start leaning on having a glass of wine every night. There's the point where you stop and then there's the point where you actually are okay not having it. Yep. <laughs> because you've committed enough time to being like, oh, well, I got to focus my joy on something else other than this bottle of wine, which actually sounds amazing right now, <laughs> Should doesn't I have it? Wine when it's I know, I was like, do you want to stop this podcast right now? We interrupt <laughs> this podcast when you start for- doing stuff, I'm going to stop this podcast and start <laughs> opening a bottle of wine. We're going to interrupt this podcast. I'm going to face the wine glass and I'm going to embrace yeah. the taste. Oh, yes. Okay, we better keep going. All right. Uh, what are what you am gonna I going to stop? I'm going to stop saying yes to the small things that nickel and dimed my time. The small favors, the mm-hmm. small appearances, the small opportunities. But this is what's tough. I don't even like calling them small. No, I know. But I don't know another word for I them. I know. Right? So here's what I, w- I want people to really understand what transcending feels like. And that's not always comfortable. And that sometimes you're choosing from the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way life is. So, in 2019, I felt like I said yes to a lot of yeah. smaller podcasts mm-hmm. because I was excited for the people. I know what it felt like to, to get started on one and, and I wanted to support them. Mm-hmm. And that desire to support these beginners has not changed except my schedule has changed. My yeah. responsibilities have changed. 
and something has to give. Mm-hmm. Here's another example. Um, speaking at people's events, like real small ones, or speaking for less than my speaking fee uh, because I, I was excited about their event or because um, I, I wanted to support them. That hasn't changed. A desire hasn't changed. Of course. Except I literally, physically and mentally can't say yes in 2020 because I, I know what it's bringing. And so I either have to choose to keep saying yes to the small things or saying no to them and it's going to hurt my heart, but there's no other way to protect my physical and mental Your sanity mental health. Yeah. as I go into 2020. Because if 2019 was big, 2020 is insane. It might be the legendary year that you and I talk about the rest of our life. And I know what's coming up. I know that's the truth. You can tell I'm struggling with this. Well, I watched you break down though. So I want to remind you of, and everybody who's listening, if you are in breakdown because you are overwhelmed and you are busy, you are only in that spot because of what you said yes to. So you truly have to look at what you're saying yes to and know, yeah, some people are going to call you an asshole. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to be like, you know what? I went to his blank and did this and he's still not saying yes. Well, yeah, so did, you know, and this is great. This is a beautiful spot to be. So did a hundred or a thousand other people. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Your family wants to see you and you can't give everything to everyone. So it's really about like you setting a really powerful expectation and watching your words around expectation. And when I say Mm -hmm. you, I mean me too. Mm -hmm. And everyone who's listening, you guys, everyone who's listening needs to set up expectations in their business and in their life and in their relationships and then set up boundaries around it. And you have to know what you want. And if you need weekends or you need time with certain people or you want quality time with your best friends, certain things are going to have to go. People are going to be mad at you. People are going to be pissed and they're going to get over it. And they're not just mad at you. Believe me, if anyone's going to get mad, they're going to get there. That's how they are in their life with everyone. It's so funny. I'm sitting here as you're saying this thinking like some people will hear this and say, but you're already doing well. Why do you need more? Why do you need bigger? Why do you need... And in other words, they're saying, why can't you just repeat what you did last year and be happy? Mm -hmm. And it's because I've got a calling to do something bigger Um, to reach more people. Because growth. And I I want to be super unapologetic about... Because growth. Because clearly when when they start stepping into who they really are, they will understand this a million percent. So if someone doesn't understand, they have not yet stopped either betraying themselves or started showing up as themselves. And that is a really hard truth, but I actually hope that it gives somebody the strength and the power to be like, wow, it's okay to want to grow. This isn't, I got to be super honest. It's not even about wanting more physical things. About wanting growth. This is about if I don't grow, I'm going to die. Yep, because you are going one way or the other. There's no staying the same. No. There's no repeating last year. Impossible. Uh, like, I'm completely aware that if I don't, if I don't make sure I hang around with people smarter than me, that's why they always talk about, you know, every great book talks about how you need mentors Mm -hmm. and how you need people who are below your level, at your level, and above your level. And all we're doing, because we have amazing freaking people in our life who are at our level and we hang out with, we have people that we mentor all of the time. And then we also need to make sure that we are massively growing. Like we can't serve the people who are coming into our stuff if we don't grow. 
Like you actually stop, you get stagnant and your people feel it. They're like, holy shit, you can't talk about this one more time. Yeah. Like we have a podcast. If we don't grow, we don't have a podcast. Because we got nothing new to talk about. Yeah, there you go. If you're listening because you think we're interesting, if we don't grow, we will become very uninteresting to you very, very quick. Oh, I promise. I've had months where I'm like, holy shit, if I, ke- if I keep my listeners, I'm lucky. That happens to me. I'm serious. <laughs> There's times like, I don't know when I'm going to go up and yeah, record. Yeah, like, I cannot talk about the same thing. And that's when I know I need to get a new book. I need to go hang out with some different people. Yep. Yeah. Right. Amen. Okay. Let's move on to face. We did start. We did stop. What are you going to face in 2020? I feel like I'm already starting. There's a few people in my life who I absolutely adore. But at the same time, I get really triggered and I want to face tough conversations that are going to make us better. I wonder how many people are hearing this right now, wondering if it's them. No, they, they know. <laughs> they know because it's it's probably something where we have friction and we both feel it and we've already talked about it. Isn't that funny that people go through life feeling friction, but they pretend it's not there? Isn't that asinine? It's so asinine. It's like feeling a sliver in your ass and doing nothing about it. Yeah, and being like, oh, I, I see that we have a twin sliver in our asses. Why don't we take it out? Well, how would you end up with twin slivers in your asses? Maybe we both slide along the same park bench. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you're going to start facing these um, tension points yeah, tension. with people that you love, yes. probably because you want to love them more. I want to love them more. I don't want to I don't want to like worry about getting together and having there be like trigger points or tension like there shouldn't be if we could just talk about it. Do you want to name all of them on this podcast? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But I want people to understand what you just said and that is you want to face the tension parts that most people don't face cuz they're like, "Well, I don't want to bring it up. I love them." Mm-hmm. But you want to face it in order to love them more. Yeah, even if, you know, I, I'm thinking about just some family members, like, honestly, there's stuff with every family that like certain topics should just be avoided. <laughs> like, you're not going to agree and you know that. So like agreeing to be like, hey, if this comes up, could we like just skip on it? Because we know somebody is going to leave, you know, irritated. Unhappy. Yeah. yeah. I like it. All right. What am I going to face this year? I've already had that conversation, by the way, like with family members and some of it's like, it's gone freaking amazing. I mean, it wasn't fun and the conversation wasn't fun, but now we can be like, hey, remember when we said X, Y, and Z and we just kind of drop it. And go back to it as a reference point and and squash it right away. Mm -hmm. So you'd advise people have that conversation? Uh, Now. Love it. Maybe not at Christmas. (laughs) All right. What I'm going to face in 2020, I'm going to face my health. My physical health. And what I mean by that is is I'm 42. And I'm fortunate to look good, feel good, uh, be ahead of the curve, Mm -hmm. as I would think. But this is the first year, if I'm being honest, that I have felt sore, physically sore Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. I know. My knees, my hips. um, My neck. A couple other things. Yeah. (laughs) You want to finish that song? I don't remember the rest. Okay, it gets vulgar. Just kidding. But this is the year that I felt sore a lot and that I, the first year that I kept saying, oh, I'll lose those five pounds next month. Oh, and I've spent the whole year about five pounds up from what I think is really fit and healthy. Um, And so I need to face my health because I'm 42 Mm -hmm. and I know that this is the point. This is that tipping point where the little things either compound in my favor Mm Or the little things compound out of control against me. So how are you going to do that? Because like I would like to support it. Because honestly, I found someone else's five pounds. So 
<laughs> so um, I think first and foremost, I'm not going to stop networking at the furious pace that I do, but I'm going to just have to have less cocktails when I do because yep. the cocktails lead to uh, a little bit uh, worse food choices, right? Everything starts to small spiral out of control. So a couple extra cocktails leads to, oh, I'll eat that big thing of fries right there or all the cheese and cracker board. Mm-hmm. To then leads getting to not home. processing fat as well either. Yep, and then not getting good sleep. Because oh, your stress instead of one cocktail, I had three. And then my stress, so I didn't get a lot of sleep. So I woke up the next day and I'm groggy and my stress hormone is up. And now that day I maybe give 80% on my workout because I'm complaining to Abe, my trainer, about how I'm sore or dehydrated or mm-hmm. this or that. Like, do you see how it all just spirals out of control? Like, even like you're kind of crabbier around the house or like you feel not, not crabby, but Blast sometimes you feel short tempered. Which when you're handling, and we talked about this in bed the other night, like when you're handling as much as you are handling right now, you and I are handling like we actually can't be 20% less. No, uh-uh. And our team can't see us 20% less nope. consistently. Nope. And guess what? Networking is consistent for us. Yep. Yeah, that part isn't going to change. So I yeah. have to change the way I do or the, what I do when I'm doing it. Yeah. It's, it's the bottom line. I have to choose to change it uh, sucks, how I'm going to go man. through network. Like it sucks because I already feel like we do so much for our health and I feel like we eat so damn healthy. Yep. Yet when you lead a fast-paced life like this, you you need to go up to... The amount of travel we do, the amount of events, the amount of speaking, the amount of standing, yeah. the amount of exerting um, teaching energy, yeah. the amount of the, our, our pace, our schedule. I've got no choice but to clean it up this year. I'm telling you, this is the, the tipping point year. It either get, gets way in my favor... Or gets way out of control. I I yeah. literally, you know, when you have intuition and it's like knock, knock, knock. Mm-hmm. This is the moment. Are you going left or are you going right? I know. I've got to make that choice. I've been go. having that too. Like you better upgrade the operating system or it's going to break down. Mm-hmm. And and we know it. I mean, I knew it because the last couple masterminds and this the last year last year's bliss project. I felt I loved. I love it. But I felt like I got hit by a bus. I I didn't even I wasn't working out during it. But you, anyone who does events or who's spoken for long periods of time on stage or for days on stage, like your body undergoes something I've never experienced. Like your joints hurt. You feel like you worked out for three days straight more than you've ever like. It's like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. Yep. Your self care has to go to a level of like, like I don't even take baths, and I have to take like baths and do aromatherapy and like. I can't, I don't even do that. Like I have to take care of myself and get massages and get IVs. And I'm like, oh my God, like that's what it takes to actually function at this level. But I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it is an eye opener because I can't get away with what I got away with before. No, uh uh-uh. It's, I mean, common sense says as we get older, we can't get away with what we got away with before. So it's time to start making these good choices. And you know what else I want to point out about, about that? We don't have a day to like be hungover or feel depressed. Nope. If I feel weak in my business, something big could happen where I'm I'm like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm a failure. See, I shouldn't go on. I need every ounce of confidence and I need every ounce of energy to show up in a way that can hold responsibility of a company that can be what I want it to be. Yep. Absolutely. Especially as you start this new one. Mm-hmm. Okay. We said we're going to do start, stop, face, and embrace. So what are you going to embrace in 2020? Mm, Okay, I'm going completely to the opposite spectrum of what we just said. Oh, gosh. 
but it's so perfect because I'm going to embrace when I fail at everything I just said. I'm going to let it be okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to have massive grace and I'm going to say that's, that's a part of it too. Where's that fine line, Lori? Where's that fine line between giving yourself grace and permission that you failed at these really healthy things that you said you're going to do or holding yourself accountable saying, no, I'm building this into a habit. No, I'm making the the tough but good choice. Like, where is that line? Um, I think it's when the healthy stuff doesn't feel healthy. Like sometimes you hit this wall of taking such good care of yourself and being so rigid that all of a sudden you like are not having any fun. Mm. You could be the, let me tell you, I, I've had the body. Like I've done all of those things mm-hmm. and it took so much rigidity. Is that a word? Yeah. yeah. Rigidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that there was a point where it was like, oh yeah, I've checked every box. Health is in check. Sleep is in check. Everything's great. But my social life and fe- not even social life, my feeling of connection is like zero. Mm-hmm. So I think when it when you've hit the place of like health actually doesn't feel healthy, mm-hmm. you need to know that you can also go, go and enjoy yourself. Like whatever, enjoying yourself doesn't mean you have to go to extremes. Like maybe you just build in, you know, something for yourself. But yeah, I, I, that's the first thing that came up for me. I'm sure there's a lot I'm going to accept. Um, you know, I, I do want to add, like, I just want to accept that there's, that there's tough times in the world. I want to accept that there, that the world is always on a roller coaster and I don't have to ride it. Um, I want to accept emotions that I usually try to reject. So I think that's part of it too. I love it. All right. Start, stop, face, and embrace. In 2020, I'm going to embrace this really crazy pace that I know that 2020 is about to bring. And and here's what I mean by embrace it. So in the past, I would let a fast and furious pace make me crabby or irritable you know, like, woe is me. Can't you see how busy I am? Can't you see how much I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is this. It made me feel like garbage. I mean, literally like choosing the perspective of I'm over here suffering. So that makes me feel like garbage. And it makes the people around me feel like garbage when I'm in that mood too. Can't mm-hmm. you see how busy I am? Yeah. I don't literally say that, but you know, they have that energy of that. And it's really just perspective. You see, if I flip it and if I choose to know it's coming and to embrace it. Now it's a welcome pace. Mm-hmm. It's really what our friend Christine Hasser talks about, an expectation hangover, right? So my expectation hangover was I expected I was going to have free time, I expected I was going to have a more elegant pace, I expected. Mm-hmm. And when it didn't happen, I acted like a baby and kicked and screamed, mm-hmm. joking, but kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I choose to embrace the crazy pace that I know 2020 is about to bring, mm-hmm. Now it's expected. And now that perspective is one of it's welcome. Mm-hmm. And it changes everything. How I see it, how I feel, the energy I emote from it. Um, it's going to be the absolute game changer because mm-hmm. I see it coming instead of expecting it to, to be the other way. And listen, no better time than now. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have a kid yet. We have the team in place for it. Right now, we have we got the dream team right now. Our team is finally at a place where we're hiring for where we're going, not for where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the contacts and the support systems in place for it. So if not now, when? If, mm-hmm. if this is not the year 
that we embrace the crazy pace and it changes everything for good once and for all, then when are we going to do it, babe? There are people much busier than us who who you wouldn't even know. Billionaires with five kids. Who you wouldn't even know because they that is what they expect from their life and they don't talk about it. Like it actually drives me bananas when I say like I'm busy or when I hear you say how busy you are because I think what it does when I hear other people as well, like what it says is like, I'm so busy. Woe is me. Nobody could be as busy as me. And I'm just like, okay, that all needs to go. You chose it. So if you're busy and you're like, oh my God, like, Really? You are so lucky to be busy and everything that you said yes to is on your plate because mm-hmm. you said yes to it. Yep. Well, I'm facing it and embracing it. Yeah, I love that. I, I throw, literally love it. I throw one more question here real quick. Okay. Really easy one. We talked this whole time about 2020. Mm-hmm. I want you to look back on 2019, mm-hmm. spur of the moment. What are you most proud of or what did you do really, really well in 2019? 2019, I learned to say no. Like a boss. Like a I'm boss. so jealous of your no muscle that you developed. I brag to people about it now. I, and I hate this word, but I, I learned to put myself first more and be selfish. It's not the right word. Just I learned to put myself first more. I gave myself space by saying no. And by saying no and giving myself space, another amazing, beautiful dream was realized. And that would not have happened if I wouldn't have been patient with myself in the giving myself more space. And it's so funny because I say give myself space yet. I'm like, I was really busy this year, but nothing compared to the year before. Just in a different way. I don't know. I Yeah. I'm proud of myself for how I said no. Yeah, I'm proud of you too. It really was inspiring to me. Hmm. How about you? Something I'm most proud of or did really well in 2019. You know, I'm most proud of and I actually did a podcast on this last week. I'm most proud of the tribe of men and or even men and mm. women that I have put together in my life in this city of Los Angeles. Yeah, you are so the way good I've connected, the, the network I've created. This year I did that like a freaking legend. You really did. And I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I'm so grateful for my tribe right now. Uh, and, and so that's why like earlier when I said, we've never had better contacts or more support in place. Mm-hmm. This is the year. This is the year. And it's because of the results of me being so intentional about creating what I really wanted in 2019. So I'm dang proud of that. And, and I did that so well. How did you How did you show up in the room so that I, I will say something I've watched is epic human beings be attracted to you. And I can't say that that's always been the... You've always had great people in your life, but the level of people that you've attracted is totally different. And it's because you showed up different this year. What do you think was different? It's a really good question on the spot. Um, One, the intentionality. Oh, okay. A couple of things are starting to come in. One, I was intentional about like, this is a year I'm going to go out and I'm going to choose really good high-performing people because they're good people, not because Mm. they're shiny. So then I was automatically excited for each of these interactions as opposed to just doing it because maybe it was going to be a good connection or something because you show up differently when you're excited about it. Totally. And it's more authentic. Like all of a sudden you have a great energy connection. Okay, that is huge. I hope everybody just got that because anytime I've ever been in a room where I was like, oh, I need to connect with a shiny person because they have this going on or that going on, it has failed me miserably. And when I've switched it to exactly what you said, like just find awesome people. Mm-hmm. Everybody has value. Like find, and it, and it makes you unearth the value and be totally blown away. It's crazy. 
Uh, I think the second thing is I always talk about creating relationship capital. Yeah. And, and that is constantly and intentionally thinking, what can I do for these people? What can I do for the how can I help them? How can I solve a problem yeah. for them? That I've been thinking that way for a few years now. And what we're seeing this year is the compounding effect mm-hmm. of day in and day out waking up saying, How can I help these people? How can I solve a problem for them? How can I add value to them? Yeah. Just playing the long game. And so now I've just literally become known for the person who has um, you know, given and given and given without asking for anything in return. Yep. And so I think that is why I'm showing up in these rooms differently or why you're seeing these relationships, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm gonna use your words, be attracted. Yeah. My million way. percent. I've watched you show up that way. Um, and then I think the third thing is I really realized my value this year. I've just That's huge. I've got a whole next level confidence, a whole next level of achievement, a whole next level of like, damn it, I know what I'm good at. I'm not gonna pretend to be good at anything that I'm not good at. And I'm gonna lean into those strengths. I'm gonna lean into that certainty. And if it's for you, awesome. We're gonna jive. And if it's not for you, no problem next. Like I've got no attachment to an outcome having to be a certain way or someone having to like me. Oh, there it is. I just don't have this attachment to somebody having to like me or having to approve like of me or, or wanting to partner with mm-hmm. me. I already have enough of that in place where now it's just like, who's for me? Totally. Beautiful. Who's not? No problem. And I've really started to obey chemistry this year, mm. right? Like if we have chemistry, I'll lean into it. If we don't, I'm yeah, done I walk forcing away. it. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. I don't I'm, care who I, it I've is. I've had so many letdowns where I was like, oh, I'm so excited to collaborate. Oh, I'm so excited to meet this person. Oh, I'm so excited. <gasps> And then the chemistry is not there. And you yeah. can't control chemistry. You can't manufacture chemistry. You can't explain chemistry. It's either there or it's not. And I've just started to listen to the chemistry, which has made life so much more comfortable. Yeah. As opposed to trying to manufacture something or keep something alive that's not there. Oh my God. Same. Like we've gone to dinners where I'm like, man, we could this could really like everything on paper looks so good. But I just feel like I'm resuscitating something when I'm with this person, not not because of them, because you're trying to keep Chemistry. energy up and yeah. you just can't get it to happen. Yep. And yeah, obeying it is just like so beautiful because it's a law. It's yep. like, if it's not there, you're going to struggle. Mm, I love that. All right, how should we close this thing? First, I want to close it by saying, I just figured out why the wires are always knotted up on the headphones. Because I just I watched you just pick up the wire. Oh my God, I played with it the whole time. I just watched you turn it into a little ball of chaos. I didn't realize I'd do that. That's I come funny. up so here and I'm like, why is this knotted up? To podcast, I must leave you with this little So that's one wire. way we can tie it up literally because it's tied up. <laughs> <laughs> the second way is to say, you know, all of those things that you just said about growth happened in loving yourself. Like you truly, you learned to love who you are, right? Mm-hmm. In this last year. And I can say as someone who is watching, not even from the sidelines, from on the field, it's because you put yourself in the fire so much over the last two years. Like you have just, you wouldn't know your worth if you wouldn't have done things that make you um, step into your worth Mm -hmm. and call on your highest self. Yeah. Like you've just had to get fierce with like, you've been in tough situations. Mm -hmm. You've had some people do some shitty things. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have, the coolest thing is to watch you stop in the middle when you're really pissed off and be like, okay, what's the most loving thing I can do right now? Mm. That's power. That has been 
strong this year. I think I want to wrap it up this way. I want to say thank you. I mean, here we are at the end of the year. Another great podcast year in the books. Another great you know year of accomplishments in the, in the books. So I want to say thank you, first and foremost, to every single person who's ever listened to an episode. Like that means a lot. Mm-hmm. To anyone who's ever shared an episode, to anyone who's ever DM'd me on Instagram uh, with a compliment or a question, to every single person who's ever bought a Money Principles course or a Mastermind or, or anything else that we've ever put out there, and to every single person who supported us. Like this is just mm-hmm. a great time to say thank you to every single person, including if this is in your ears right now, you're on that list because every download, every listener means a lot. And then I'd be an idiot if I didn't add you to that list. Thank you, mm-hmm. Lori, for always leading by example and calling me out when when I make a bad decision or when I'm not showing up the way I want to show up and for taking us on some wild adventures that mm-hmm. you know we've always had this agreement to try everything on for size and I try these things on for size and they turn out to be a great fit and it's something mm-hmm. I'd never try on otherwise. So thank you for being the greatest freaking wife on the planet. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being the most amazing husband, epic supporter, um, massive, just the you inspire me with how you connect to people, how you lead people, how you show up for people, how you don't stop giving to people. Sometimes I'm like, my God, stop. Just kidding. <laughs> but for real, that's how generous, that's how generous you are. Sometimes I'm like, man, you got to also make sure your cup is filled, but it's so inspiring to me the way that you just pour and pour and pour into people. Mm. Well, this is a big thank you to everyone who's listening right now. And by the way, just like we started the show, if you have a podcast, if you have a fitness brand, if you have a, a online brand, if you if you have any kind of business whatsoever, if you identify as an entrepreneur and you're not doing events in 2020, you're going to be left behind. Mm-hmm. So go check out eventlove.com so we can teach you how to build your event, run your event, speak at your event, make sure it's a profitable event and fill your event face-to-face for five days straight. It's going to be intense. It's going to be awesome. It's not for everyone. It's just for the people that really want to blow up doing events the right way in 2020, making mm-hmm. them profitable. Check it out at eventlove.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-L-U-V.com. Eventlove.com. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And we will see you in the new year. Bye. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.